because this is our first episode so we're gonna introduce ourselves a bit my name is Allie um, I'm 27 years old I'm a Virgo and I have held various jobs um, I thought my passion was in the bakery field or the culinary field Boo. it wasn't in that and now I'm a data entry clerk which I don't think it's that either <laughs> Um, but okay, I, we all don't <laughs> figure that out, <laughs> but I have been fascinated by true crime, supernatural, everything about the mysteries of the universe since I was probably about like eight or 10 years old, started reading books about true crime stuff. Um, but yeah, and we're just, sh- or I'm just sharing what I find fascinating about the world. Anyways, enough about you. <laughs> Hi, my name is Lyra. I'm a Taurus vegetarian. You don't need to know my age. You don't need to know my job description. Um, <laughs> much like Ali, I've had a good amount of jobs. Um, actually, not that many, if I'm going to be honest. <laughs> um, same kind of deal. What is life? Um, uh, I Passion. Not there. Not in that job. <laughs> nope. We are uh, definitely a strong believer of we work to live we don't live to work um and yeah other than that i'm an artist um i can't remember my social media handle for that so let's just glaze over that i'll tell you next time so tune in next time and uh yeah uh my kind of deal is that i've always had a kind of morbid curiosity as well um from a pretty young age um probably when i first started learning how to kind of secretly get on my family's computer i know that's where it all starts yeah access to the internet you you get well you get banned from the computer and then you're just like no fuck that um i can do this and you find a way to get on your computer uh in that time frame you know you figure out what your parents schedule and everything you got your computer you go on some sketchy websites and you find some real hopefully you don't get viruses uh you know on that topic, I almost fell to a scam about a free Xbox back in the day. I was also like seven years old, though. It's uh, understandable. Yeah. I, I mean... Adblocker also didn't exist. To be fair, my aunt... I forgot what website it was through. But Game House had... It was basically an account that had, like, games on the internet and all this stuff. And you mm-hmm. can pay for ga- games through Game House. Yeah. A developer. And I, one day, because I, I think I was like nine, I spent a hundred dollars of my aunt's money. Not, I didn't understand the, the, the The severity of using a credit card. Okay. So she had trusted me with her card information to buy one game. I abused that to the max and bought a hundred dollars. And like the games were probably about like $19. But from fifteen to nineteen dollars, okay. so really, so we'll say like got twenty dollars, like five or seven games out of it. Yeah, but yeah, I abused that. Oh my gosh, yeah, I never got entrusted with that kind of power. I think my parents knew that I would probably financially ruin them. I kind of yeah. did, but 
hi, I'm alive well, still. Well, it's like if you had that Mexican grandmother or parent who tells you, put in the PIN number. Yeah. And you're just no. like, okay. Nope, never had that. Oh. My grandmas are uh, six feet under. Sorry, this doesn't translate very well, R- but R- I, I, yeah, my grandmothers have been gone for a good while, so and they're not, they've, I don't think they've ever actually had a credit card in their life, let alone a debit card. Well, yeah, depending on when, they might, they might have just still been cash. I think so, like pesos. Pesos? They were living in Mexico? <laughs> yeah, they were living in Mexico. Okay, so yeah. pesos. Pesos are the Mexican dollar. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I, I don't know. My aunts. I mean, I I think they knew. Not I'm to sure trust a child. Knew, yeah. I think they could just see it in my eyes that like this one. No. Don't trust her. No. These hoes ain't loyal. I mean, I think they might have been a little bit right, but it still hurts. Anyways, that's our intro. <laughs> yep. So tune in for our very first episode coming up. Coming right up. Today we're going to talk about Jane Tobin, otherwise known as Jolly Jane. She's credited as being the first American female serial killer. We love a pioneer, of like a woman pioneer in any field, but this is not acceptable. I'm sorry. The saying it. Um, also, disclaimer, I apologize for any timeline confusions or dates not being accurate. I looked at many sources, names and events matched. But the dates and sequence of events, I did my best to match them up to what made logical sense. Because some of them have, like, dates all over the place. That's fair enough. When was this again? This was back in the 1800s. Okay, so yeah, that's totally fair. Like, mid-1800s. We were a mess back then. I literally had to look up, um, like, obituary directories. Yeah, I'm I'm almost positive that, like, most of us couldn't even write back then. So, totally fair. Um, fuck me up. <laughs> <laughs> so Jane was actually born, um, Honora Kelly on August 17th, 1857. She was the youngest of four daughters to Irish immigrants. They lived in Boston, Massachusetts. The mother's name was Bridget Kelly. The father was Peter Kelly. They had a nameless eldest daughter who I couldn't find her name anywhere. I tried deep diving. Um, they had... The second oldest, Nellie. They had the second youngest, um, Delilah. And they had, lastly, Nora, a.k.a. Jane. Okay. So, are we going to go into why Nora suddenly became Jane? Is that, like, an alias? Or is this going to kind of evolve in, like, the story? It it evolves in the story um, of what happens later in her life. But, yeah, she had her born name. And then later she was adopted and it was too Irish is the gist That's lame. Yeah. That's she, incredibly lame. It was too much of an Irish name when she was adopted by a family. So they changed the name later on. Can I put in a hot take? Yes. I think this is my, it might've been like the first reason why she moved in this direction. You're too Irish. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, that's fucking bullshit. Yeah. From the get go, her, her life was just rough. And then they Fair enough, girl. They, Fair enough. They changed her identity, basically. Girl, boss your way to the top, I guess. Um, her father was a tailor, and her mother sadly passed away when she was an infant due to tuberculosis. Got tuberculosis. <laughs> that consumption will get you. Fucking Oregon Trail. 
Um, her father had a reputation of being insane, earning the name of Kelly the Crack. Um, he was an alcoholic and allegedly abused his daughters. He once reportedly tried to sew his eyelid, eyelid shut, and the purpose remains unclear of why he wanted to do it. Like I said, sometimes drunk people do some dumb shit. They cut mm. off a nipple for just $50. Not mm. me, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're $50 richer. What can you say? <laughs> but you're one nipple down, so is that really a win? I mean, who really needs two nipples? You got you got the other one. It's like a kidney. You get rid of one but kidney. What if you lose the other one? What you if I got... Ni- kidney. I'm not even going to say it, but what if I lose my other nipple in a freak accident? Then I'm a nippleless freak. You'll be on that list for a nipple donor. Also, can I just say that nipple is freak? It just makes me think of Nicholas Sparks or Nicholas Cage. It's the new. It's, <laughs> it's new my new acting name, I guess. Yeah. All right, let's let's keep going. Okay, there are conflicting sources on how the two youngest daughters, Delilah, Josephine, and Honora, um, came to be at the Boston Female Asylum. Some say their paternal grandmother took them. Um, one says their father took them and some say they were rescued and taken there from like the old day CPS. Okay. So that, that was going to be my question. So essentially being brought to an asylum was like the old times version of being put into like foster care or something like that. Yeah. It was more like a, one of those halfway tiny f- orphanages mm-hmm. where really you're put there to be forgotten about. Yikes. Which, that's why the sources that their father took them there was because the burden of having to raise four daughters Mm -hmm. um, was too much for him. Or they're also the other ones that said their grandmother felt sorry for them the way her son treated his daughters. His daughters. So she took mercy. I say that lightly lightly (laughs) because really some of those orphanages you hear really mess up things happening there. Yeah. Um, But however... By 1863, the girls were taken to the institution. Um, the orphanage itself, the Boston Feline Asylum, says their purpose was the care of indigent girls. They would care for these girls until the age of 10. They are then placed in a respectable family for servitude. So you go from being an orphan, and then once you hit 10 years old, you go into a family just to be their maid or their servant. And then maybe... Sometimes you would get adopted by this respectable family. You know, somehow I highly doubt that a lot of these children actually got adopted and they were just left to be servants for this family. Yeah, and then probably by the time they were 18, they either kept being a servant or were thrown out. So, who knows? But it is very sad either way. Whatever would happen to these children. Definitely true. Um, their time at the asylum is hazy, but what we do know is Honora is sent to the servitude of widow Ansi Topan in Lowell, Massachusetts in November of 1864. Delilah remains in the institution until the age of 12, where she is sent to be a servant in Athol, New York. Sadly, she later turns to a life of prostitution and becomes an alcoholic, according to many sources. Yeah. I'm guessing. It's Drunk. very sad because yeah. she followed the steps of her father in alcoholism. And, I mean, I, I feel like that's an addiction, so it kind of makes sense that she would also kind of fall to it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, especially it, it didn't necessarily have to be alcohol, but I, I feel like it, it was definitely a path that she was 
most likely be, to be prone to and mm-hmm. having a rough life circumstance probably didn't help mm-hmm. and there are sources that say that she was thrown out of the house oh from yeah, where she, was, she serving. was sent to at 12 yeah so that she became too old and was thrown out somehow that gives me creepy old man vibes where she suddenly became too old for right. their taste so while she's never officially adopted by Anne, this is the point where Honora changes her name to Jane Topan. So Topan comes from Anne C. Topan, the lady of the house. Okay. And then during her time with the Topan family, she formed a sister-like bond with the daughter Elizabeth, and they went to school together. Um, the reason for the name change was because Anne Topan would tell guests that she was an Italian girl instead of an Irish girl whose parents died at sea, the reason being the stigma against the Irish at this time. Jane went along with it, though, and would lie about her father sailing around the world, her sister marrying a nobleman, and her brother, which she doesn't have a brother, being a decorated soldier. I guess that would be easy to cover up, though, because you could always say that he either, you know, lost his life to a war or battle or anything Mm -hmm. like that. Or just that he stayed in another country. Yeah. And again... It's the 1800s. Google did not exist. (laughs) I mean, either way, all of her lies, like... They just kind of piled up, right? Yeah, and it's it's like no one can prove them wrong as well as no one can prove them right. And Google didn't exist. So really, you could say whatever you want. That's why a lot of fraud happened back then. Yeah, I assume so. Anyways, let's move on. Um, During Jane's senior year in high school, she started a relationship with a man. The relationship didn't work out and she was allegedly left at the altar by the man followed by many more failed relationships she became depressed and believed she was unworthy of love which i mean all girls go through that at a young age very true but let's let's just put it out that there's those men they're not worth it they're bitches oh (laughs) i mean i'm just calling it as it is no real man would just leave you at the altar. They the would, real man would tell they, you. Yeah, exactly. They would tell you, hey, I'm not sure about this decision. And yeah. all those men really, they fucked up. <laughs> They're going to be honest with you. Yeah, exactly. Um, but this is believed to be what fueled her odd sexual behavior later in life. And we're going to get into that later because she, she would do certain things to her victims. That's like they couldn't really resist or say no. They did, couldn't give consent, basically. To what she was doing to them. I have a couple things in mind, but I'll, I'll leave it to mm-hmm. when we get there. Um, also, because of this, it's it's alleged that she attempted suicide twice um, and she displayed odd behavior, including dream. Well, I know this is odd behavior. This is probably just eccentric for the time. But she um, analyzed her dreams to predict the future. Which, I mean, that's pretty normal now. Yeah, now that's like, that's nothing. Yeah, but, but I'm sure it's it, like, almost like witchcraft. Like a sidestep away from it. Definitely not a lot of people are doing it or trying to interpret that because, I mean, our reality is in the real world, right? <laughs> so. Yeah, so back then people aren't really worried about. Dreams and psychic powers. And aliens. And astrology. And... So shoot. I don't think it was odd, but. For the time, for the time. Um, Her sister, on the other hand, Elizabeth Topan, had married a deacon, Oramel Brigham, in 1862. Side note, what is a deacon? A deacon? Oh, deacon. (laughs) The church. 
church thing. Oh, church guy. okay. Yeah. I'm not very familiar with that kind of stuff. So thank you. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm very involved in the church. If, as, if you can tell, <laughs> I, I really understand all the ins and outs. Um, and anyway, let, let's just keep going. Cause okay. I, I'm a little embarrassed. <laughs> okay. Um, at 18, while her heartbreak was going on, she had been freed from her duties to the family and they gave her $50, but she decided to stay and continue to serve with the family until Anne's death in 1891. Uh, after Anne's death, Elizabeth and her husband took over the household, and Jane left to, uh, due to a strained relationship with her her adopted sister. Which I mean, they're older, and sometimes sisters go apart. Definitely true. Who knows? She yeah. got married also. That sometimes I mean strain. I'm sure it was a feeling of always the bridesmaid and never the bride kind of feeling where she was starting to resent that. Mm-hmm. So definitely, Which, definitely could see it. And again, mm-hmm. you grow older. Sometimes you just don't vibe with each other anymore. Yeah. It could be something. Uh, at the age of 33, she began training to become a nurse at Cambridge Hospital um, around 1860. So this is where the dates are like, she was this, 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 or this at this time. And then it's just, they would give dates in non-sequential order. Mm-hmm. But we do know she, around 1860, she started to train to become a nurse. Um, this is where she earned the nickname Jolly Jane for her friendly personality and her demeanor. Um, she was reported to be a mean girl, though. She would gossip and celebrate the dismissal of the students she didn't like. And it was noted during this time she took um, particular interest in autopsies, which, again, that's not strange. To me, that's not strange because, like, maybe she wants to learn about the human body. Definitely true. I'm just kind of more intrigued at the fact that she was nice on the outside, kind of a mean girl. Her name was Jolly Jane. Her nickname, I'm sorry, it was Jolly Jane. So it just makes me think of like a Regina George kind of figure, but that's green and huge. Mm-hmm. Kind of love it, but kind of hate it at the same time. She look into, what is it, lacrosse? Yeah. Yeah, she's probably looking into that. beat people at, or yeah, a water no, polo? No. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, uh having an interest in autopsies i don't think is weird i think it's when you want to do terrible things to the body <laughs> when it gets weird um, even if you're like fondling the body after i the, like, i think that it's getting into very yeah sketchy territory like, that's there, not okay. there are people, but if you're just like how did exactly Steven if you're just die? exactly if you're just interested in just being able to figure out life's mysteries of i guess the body and death through an autopsy then i mean i, I feel like that's fair game mm-hmm. yeah but yeah, don't, definitely don't feel up a corpse. That's mm-hmm. kind of illegal, I'm pretty sure. But also now we're going to get into her non-consensual acts with patients, which is the Please odd Please tell section. me they're alive. <laughs> they are alive. Okay. It doesn't make it any better, but it's... Yeah. Because <laughs> she would... Jane would falsify patients' medical records to keep them in the hospital longer um, she would also prescribe them with higher morphine dosages. And while they're laying in bed unconscious, she would lie on their body or near their body and just be touching their body, which is not okay because they can't verbally consent to it. Um, she would also poison certain patients and then kind of like that act of God thing or that savior she would miraculously nurse them back to health. Uh, isn't that Munchausen's? 
Fifties. Is it like similar to that, or you're like a faker? Mm-hmm. Or no, no, that's it's called something else. Scratch that from the record. Uh, I know. I heard about like. I don't know. Do you remember that TikTok lawyer who was like, "These are the most common divorces." And it's because they have that like act of God persona or that savior it's persona. It's something like that, but it's an actual psychological term. I think it's like mm-hmm. the hero complex or something like that. Yeah. It, it, it might just be like super on the nose like that, but mm-hmm. it might not be. Um, but I'm pretty sure it's where like you literally put somebody in danger just to be able to swoop in and like rescue them and make yourself out to be like the hero in that story. Which is also common among, among people who stalk people. We don't like stalkers around here. No, we don't. No. That is not okay. <laughs> we just had a discussion about this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, we won't go yeah. into details, but it's not okay in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, if you've ever thought about it, stop. Just stop. Just stop. Get some help. What she said, go get a Slurpee, get some chips, sit down on your couch, roll a joint. And think, if they're not talking to me... Maybe it's for a reason. I was just going to say, sit on your couch and watch a TV show, because that's way better than interacting with people. <laughs> Don't even think about it. Just move on. <laughs> Man, am I bad at relationships, or am I bad at relationships? Probably not as bad as Jane, though. Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask one thing? Yeah. When you say touch, is she doing it in like a sexual, inappropriate way, or is it just kind of like she's mm-hmm. cuddling? or? So I think it kind of here's the thing and that's what i was gonna say next was the the nature of her being sexual with the with the patients is unclear it's very unclear um one patient amelia finney um had an operation in 1887 according to amelia jane gave her a bitter medicine which knocked her out and jane from what she recalls in that i don't know if you've ever had strong like anesthesia that like knocks you out but you know when you're coming to and you're kind of like in and out of it and you remember some things after and don't remember other things Mm -hmm. so amelia said jane from what she recalls climbed on top of her and kissed her all over her face but got startled and stopped finney had decided it was a dream but later realized it wasn't when other reports started coming out so the nature of whether she would like actually touch them mm-hmm. it was different but we do know she would kiss them on like their face okay still not okay because they didn't want well they didn't consent to that mm-hmm. another thing she did was use the most critical patients as guinea pigs and she admitted to it later on getting sexual satisfaction from laying with patients who were about to die her fellow nurses claimed she had stated there's no use keeping the elderly alive um, that's fucked yeah but I mean again it's 1800s so there's not a lot of <laughs> I, I guess humanitarian kind humanitarian of kind of attitudes acts, attitudes any of that so don't like it but <laughs> definitely did, <laughs> definitely fully expect it but the sad thing is hospital officials were unaware about the fact that she was doing these experiments and her work habits, the only thing they were concerned about was her odd interest in autopsies. But they saw her as a hardworking, dedicated worker and transferred her to Massachusetts General Hospital in 1889. 
And there, she would experiment on more victims before being fired in 1880. So she wasn't there for that long, Mm -hmm. like about a year. But this hospital was significantly bigger than Cambridge. And it was harder. Like, the reason she was fired, because it was harder to hide her reckless um, behavior with the opiates that she would administer. Mm -hmm. But she still, like, since there were so many more patients, she affected a lot more of them and, like, experimented on a lot more of them. Do you think that they actually would have cared about the patients at the time had they known that she was experimenting on them? Not so much that she was wasting, like, resources or she was a little bit odd or anything like that, but do you think they actually would have cared? Uh, I mean, based on today times, if they're a major hospital and they want that money coming in Mm -hmm. of patients, I don't know, for me, whenever you get to a certain point of being a big entity you more so care about your reputation and keeping that cash flow yeah so they probably just wanted to keep it under wraps at the time Mm -hmm. and not let it get out that she was doing this to their patients and fired her for that reason because again they did catch on to it like fairly quickly compared to the other hospital Mm -hmm. because the other hospital is going to hire her back Spoiler alert. I'm sorry, but <laughs> the other hospital is going to hire her back. And, like, sadly, she has more victims there. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, at least the bigger hospital caught on to it and fired her. But still, it's, like, probably for a monetary reason. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was guessing. Because, I mean, again, it doesn't really seem like they would be doing it for the welfare of the actual patients. Mm-hmm. If they're saying, like, hey, they're too old to really give a shit about Mm-hmm. then I mean I mean they're kind of just fair game and the only reason that they would want to stop it is to make sure that nobody hears about what's actually happening happening within mm-hmm. those walls so that people aren't detracted from leaving their loved ones there and not you know sponsoring them or giving them money or anything like that because mm-hmm. around around this time too is when state hospitals people would send like you know loved ones or people in their families with disabilities you would send them there, and even though you would hear rumors of abuse, mm-hmm. the hospitals would always cover them up to make sure that they were still getting funding or any money they could. Yeah. And they, and would, they would still be in pretty horrible conditions. Yeah, and they would hide any abuse going on there, the living conditions and all that stuff. What a mess. What a mess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is before the age of technology. I know, but newspaper. it's such a fucking mess. It's upsetting. <laughs> I, it is really upsetting. Um, but like I said, she had returned to Cambridge Hospital, which is where she trained. Um, after being fired, she was under more scrutiny, though, because they had heard of what she did over there. And so they monitored how she would use opiates, but still... Eventually, she was dismissed for recklessly administering opiates at Cambridge as well. This is when she began to work as a private nurse and started her poisoning spree in 1895. Uh, Around this time, she had befriended her elderly landlord, Israel Dunham, and his wife, Lovely Dunham. That's a cute name. That is such a cute name. Like, I want to be named Lovely. Mom, Mm -hmm. forget my actual name. I mean, you're old enough to change your name. Yeah, it costs somewhere like around 300 to $500 in California. 
I don't really want to change my whole name, though. <laughs> I just want to change the first name. <laughs> Let me yeah. keep the last name. Oh, my gosh. That's such a cute name. What a doll. Sadly, I'm sorry to say. Don't. <laughs> don't. Let's just end it here. <laughs> All right. And scene. No. Um, when Jane began to see Israel and um, Lovely as trouble to her, she killed them one after the other. By poisoning them. I was thinking a hack, a sl- and hack and slash kind of no, feel, but she you made it sound them. like that, but yeah. No. <laughs> and it's very sad because they actually like saw her as uh, like a good a, person. A, a good nice, tenant. Yeah. But no, she poisoned them. And again, it's like she earned her nickname Jolly Jane because of her good demeanor. So it's probably how she fooled people and made friends with people and then did this awful stuff to elderly people. Sounds like me at my job. <laughs> I'm mean, kidding. I'm kidding. I, I do not do any of that. <laughs> but Jane, get, can you guess who Jane set her sights on next? Um, no, I'm sorry. I'm not very bright. So Jane set her sights on none other, other than her sister, Elizabeth. Um, Elizabeth would, even if they, though they had a strange relationship, she would invite her to stay from time to time, you know, normal sister stuff. Sorry. It's like you never met the woman. <laughs> I visit my sister. <laughs> I mean, I knock on her door sometimes. Does that count? <laughs> yeah, let's visit. Yeah. Let's visit her exactly. room. Um, so she was in Cambridge, Massachusetts, so near Cambridge Hospital from Winter Fire. And she resided there as a private nurse. Um, her sister was in Cape Cod, Ma- or Bo- Massachusetts, yeah. Sorry, I was going to say Boston, as if that was the state. <laughs> I mean, I would have 100% believed you. But. I'm bad at geography, too. <laughs> Thank you. But even though they had a falling out, she would come visit her sister. And in 1899, um, she was on a visit with Elizabeth when Elizabeth complained of depression so Jane said, hey, let's go to a picnic. Let's go just hang out and mm-hmm. talk it out. Okay, Miss Therapist. Because <laughs> Jane's a real good. I mean, apparently she's a really good nurse, so she must be a great therapist. She's totally great therapist. And of course, she'd be an amazing psychologist. You want to make a connection with her. I don't. Because she really. I don't, I don't think I want to ever keeps, meet her. She keeps that connection. So death do us part, I guess. But no, thank you. Um, this picnic took a dark turn, though. During somebody this picnic, forgot the sandwiches. That that is too, that is the worst thing that can happen on a picnic. I mean, if you're literally going there to eat something and you forget the main course, then yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. I did read. Oh, I do have it in here. I was gonna say I read about what they had for a picnic, and I don't know if I would want to be on this picnic. Oh boy. Um, but during this picnic, Jane had served Elizabeth cold corned beef taffy and mineral water the mineral water was laced with strychnine 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 i mean i don't know if i'm saying it right either so it could be strychnine (laughs) um strychnine is highly toxic colorless odorless and bitter it can enter the body through being inhaled swallow or absorbed it causes muscular convulsions brain failure and death through asphyxiation 
Um, it's commonly used as a pesticide. And in the past, it was used to strengthen muscle contractions for the, uh, for like the heart or your bowels. Okay. So it's probably used to treat like dysentery or stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. That, I mean, again, that makes sense like, for the time that you would absolutely know what it was for too. Mm-hmm. But, but Jane did not use it for that. Wait, wait. Can we backtrack to that, that picnic, that lunch that she set out for uh, oh, her yeah, sister? Yeah. So cold corn beef. Cold corn beef. I mean, they don't have microwaves, so if you yeah, I mean, yeah, home, yeah. I mean, I, I can definitely and it's understand Massachusetts. that. Massachusetts, but like no salad in there to like even try to. Uh, no bread. Look, she wasn't trying mineral to have a water, long picnic. Which I mean, again, mineral water is fine. It's it's fine. But then you're gonna add taffy in there. Okay. She like had, what is it? She had a, a part of a main course, <laughs> and then the a lousy dessert. <laughs> And then something to drink. Man, she's a bad host. That's all I gotta say. Like, like I said, she didn't want a long picnic. She wanted a quick picnic. Can't, can't look suspicious. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Um, she was later said, Jane later said about this event, I held her in my arms and watched with delight, delight as she gasped her life out. And this is about her adopted sister who, when she entered their household, she quickly grew a bond with her. Like, a sister-like bond. Yeah. So, I couldn't imagine holding my sister in my arms. I mean, she's my blood sister. But I couldn't imagine <laughs> holding her in my arms and going, ah, oh, yes, you're dying. I mean, I guess I'm just fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I could look at my sister and be like, yeah, this is what I wanted okay. from the start. Okay, <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. <laughs> but there's a difference if she's naturally dying and you killed her. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say to her. Like, ah, yes. Give her that light smile as he's holding L. Mm-hmm. No. I, I joke around about that. As much as I didn't want my sister. She's here to stay, I guess. <laughs> She's here for life. Yeah. From the womb to the tomb. No, thank you. <laughs> I will always outlive her. <laughs> In the great words of Jean Belcher from Boss Riggers, from the womb to the tomb. Oh, my gosh. Nope, I'm going to outlive my sister. That's my goal in life. She's younger than you. Yeah, I can outlive her. Mm-hmm. Probably outrun her, too. Mm-hmm. Are you uh, healthier than her? Probably not. <laughs> we'll see as the future unfolds. You hear that? Coming for you, bitch. <laughs> She's going to listen and go, oh I mean, I'm not going to tell her about this. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's not going to listen to this. She's banned. <laughs> You're like, for everyone except you. <laughs> yep. Um, from this point, though, Jane went to live with her brother-in-law to replace her sister as his wife. Wait. What? So, she kills her sister. Yes. And then she decides that she's going to be her sister's husband's new wife. Yes. Well, if you just wanted her man, you should have just stolen him. She really yeah. tries to insert herself, too, and she just, like, starts taking over her sister's duties as wife. Huh? Um, while living with her brother-in-law also, his housekeeper mysteriously died. Um, Jane tried to impress him with her skills as a housekeeper and a wife, but he wanted nothing to do with her and had no intention of ever marrying her. 
And from this point, she decided to poison him, figuring that she couldn't win his love by, um, by being a wife or like replacing his wife. So she thought, why not nurse him back to health? And, you know, he'll see me as his guardian angel and love me. And this is the housekeeper, right? Uh, no, this is Jane. Jane did this. And Jane killed the housekeeper. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah. that's what She I mysteriously meant. died and took over all duties as wife, housekeeper. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. And when that didn't impress him, she decided... If I can't have you, then no one can. Well, I'm going to poison you first, and hopefully when I nurse you back to health, that works. And when it didn't, um, before she killed him, she poisoned herself to invoke sympathy, and that didn't work. Because once she got better, he demanded she leave his house. So, yeah. Her whole plan didn't work. No, yeah. Her sister's husband. I mean, I feel like if she may have just tried to take a step back and look at the situation and seen that it's not going to go over that well, mm-hmm. and it didn't. And I, one would hope that she would reflect on this and say, "Hmm, this isn't working out too well for me. Mm-hmm. So let's try a new direction." Again, her initial plan not working out. Mm-hmm. Now as I don't even know what to call her. She's almost like a, the pre-angel of death. Definitely isn't working out for her. Mm-mm. So just... Girl, just be happy. She was just broken too many times by guys, I guess. I, I guess so. And I mean, that's... She does later credit to that heartbreak as her motives, but we'll get into that later. Um, from this point forward, he demanded she leave his home. And from here on out, she started taking care of um, a former patient from when she used to work at the hospital named Maddie Davis. But unfortunately, on July 4th, 1901, Maddie Davis died while under Jane's care. And Jane accompanied the body home where Alden Davis retained her as a family nurse on July 4th. So Alden Davis was Maddie Davis's husband. Okay. And okay. Um, Jane was taking care of her when she and was like, I need to follow the body home or make sure the body gets home all right. Sure, Jane. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jane. <laughs> um, Maddie and Alden had two daughters. Mary Minnie Gibbs and Geraldine Annie Gordon Um, Geraldine Gordon was the first to be taken care of as by Jane Um, she had doesn't sound good it is not good at all Um, in a short time she fucked this family like really royally I don't I don't think she's a okay I take back what I said. She's not like a mini angel of death. She's more of like just a homewrecker of death. She is a homewrecker. (laughs) Oh my gosh. She's trying to insert herself into households that don't want her. Oh my gosh. Don't fit a square into your circle if it doesn't fit. Mm -hmm. Hillary Duff let us know about that. (laughs) And just keep going. But Geraldine Gordon, um, who is their daughter, or Alden's and um, Maddie's daughter, Mm -hmm. She turned to Jane as, like, a 
she was very distraught over her mother's death. So she turned to her as like a, a mother comfort figure. me, yeah. um, help me get over my mother's passing. And this is when Jane gave her some calming injections. So she later died on July 30th, 1901 due to these calming injections. This is why you don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> this, this is why you don't it. deal with the devil's lettuce. Mm-hmm. I mean, JK. The devil's lettuce is not that I, I, You didn't des- describe what it was, so my instant thought was always going to be just inject THC. Devil's lettuce. Do you inject THC at all? No, I don't think you do. Oh, I, I mean, I'm this? assuming that if you did inject THC, that it would get you really high pretty fast. But I, I, to the bloodstream. Yeah, exactly. But I don't think that it would be the most cost-effective way of getting high. Because you'd probably just need just the tiniest bit. Is that why dabs get you high? Oh, no, it's just a higher concentration yeah, of THC. Yeah, exactly. So I think if it was in liquid form, because I'm pretty sure it would just be liquid dabs that were being injected into you, it would probably really fuck you up if you did mm-hmm. like a whole I guess vial of it I don't know terms for these things so yeah I, I my d- mind just went to the level slightest first because it was calming I guess it could be CBD too that's supposed to have a calming effect too right yeah I mean a lot of drugs have a calming effect but unlike those other drugs marijuana will not kill you oh my gosh <laughs> Now, here's our sponsor. Weed. No. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Just weed. Brought to you by weed. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so, Geraldine Gordon dies on July 30th, 1901. A few days later, on August 8th, Alden Davis has an alleged massive stroke. After his burial, their daughter... Mary was soon to fall on August 13th of the same year. The thing about the like them all dying within this close amount of time was that they dropped like flies and this raised suspicion. So Mary Mary was married. Mary was married. Um, and her husband demanded an autopsy. Um, the victim showed morphine and atropine poisoning. Atropine? Atropine. 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 Atropine feels right. If we're wrong, well, I mean, that's no surprise. I'm never wrong. Don't do drugs, kids. Maybe Mary, not Mary, Jane just shoved 10 apples down their throats and (laughs) called it a day. I mean, you can die from excess to certain things. True, you can die from water. Yeah, or milk, like fraternities, how they make people chug a gallon of milk. I think that's is that just because you drink too much milk or is it because your stomach can't handle it and well, it ruptures? It's the same as if you drink an excess amount of water. Your cells, so they can only absorb a certain amount. So they're just going to start exploding like crazy because they've reached their max. Think of, um, you've seen Charlie and Chocolate Factory? Yes. When Violet turns Violet and she's just blowing up. Mm-hmm. So I'm that's sure. That's what's happening to our cells. I'm sure. She reached a point where she might have exploded. So our cells are reaching that point and exploding. Somehow I don't believe it. And I feel like the secret to becoming a cow is hidden in there. If you drink enough milk, you might become the cow. You become a moo man. 
Watch out, werewolves. Watch out. But the victims show high levels. Werewolves? <laughs> you don't think a moo man or a were-moo could defeat a werewolf? If it trampled on them, yes. But if you have like a pack of werewolves, that cow's going down. If you had a stampede of were-cows. But how many were-cows are out there? How come you don't hear about them? Because they're probably just living their Is cow Is it like life. Bigfoot? Yeah. No. No, I think there's only... How many werewolves have you seen? So many. Have you seen Twilight? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. First of all, they're not actual werewolves. Teen wolf. Because the def... Okay, teen wolf, yeah. But the definition of a werewolf is they transform because of a full moon. Shapeshifters can transform whenever the hell they want. I mean, that's why Twilight isn't that good. Because it's not actually a story about I mean, they also love have... and vampires and werewolves. They also have sparkly. Don't, don't make it till you try it. Don't you want to look like a bedazzled No, I don't. <laughs> I would rather be like an underworld vampire. Yes. Which brings me to my uh, one of my points. Somebody asked me, like, are there any good vampire movies out there? And I was just like, Underworld? Blade? The police had a warrant. Um... On, for Jane's arrest, but not before she claimed one final victim. Um, Edna Bannister, Elizabeth's sister-in-law, was her final victim. Uh, I tried to get details on how Edna was taken. Mm-hmm. Or how she fell victim to Jane, but I couldn't find them for sure. It wasn't like a for sure concrete thing, so I was just like... I'll just put that she's the final victim. I want to spread misinformation. I mean... If her name's Edna, I feel like it had something to do with capes. It, it feels right. But then again, it could be 100% wrong. I would say like Edna Mole. Mode. Mode. Edna Mode. Yeah. I mean, she's 100% against capes. So it makes sense to me that Maybe that's this Edna she, here that's was reincarnated into Edna Mode. Hence why she has a very deep hatred of, well, dislike of capes and using them in He's caped her. It was a caper. Okay. Police arrested Jane uh, for murder on October 29th, 1901. By 1902, she had confessed to killing 31 people, though it is believed she could have killed more, uh, especially because she worked in those two hospitals, one being massive hospital. And people could have just been written off as dying of old age when really she poisoned them. Um, During her trial, she insisted on her own sanity in the decisions to kill her victims, and she knew the crimes committed were wrong. So she fully admitted that she knew right from wrong and that what she was doing was wrong. Uh, But she still did it. She didn't Mm -hmm. care. She claimed... Her failed relationships as a teenager and as a young woman and that man who left her at the altar were the reason she began her killing spree. It was just being jilted by men. And she just dwelled with those feelings and that's how she coped with it was by harming elderly patients and starting to kill people. I mean, maybe it would have been better to just go get like a nice cream, like a pint of ice cream, 
But I guess we all deal with things in different ways. Different coping mechanisms. I guess so. Different strokes for different folks. Um, yeah, no, but I mean, that's not really okay. <laughs> uh, patients did come forward when the news of the events came out mm-hmm. and when her trial was going on they had patients who said the same as Amelia Finney who recalled Jane climbing on top of them during hospital stay but they believe it was dreams or hallucinations due to the opiates or like morphine and the anesthetics they were under and while she believed they were completely unconscious Um, On June 23rd, 1902, the jury only took 27 minutes to decide. She was not guilty by reason of insanity. She was sentenced to life in Totten Insane Hospital. Uh, Many debate her motive for killing. She has been called an angel of mercy because she chose to attack those who were vulnerable and dependent and otherwise elderly who probably couldn't care for themselves or it was kind of like a she's putting them out of her mi- their misery. Not her choice, though. Exactly. I mean, all of that's kind of a really gray area. So, mm-hmm. nah, I gotta also, say, she's not really an angel of mercy. She's kind of just a bitch. Her landlord, she killed. Uh, yeah, she literally just went wife, after anybody who yeah uh, they she felt her. yeah, or she felt they wronged her, and so she just killed them. Um, others say it could have been jealousy, as with her foster sister Elizabeth. Um, she killed her sister for her husband. I'm and sure he was she, crusty too and he didn't wash his ass, but like, girl, what what even? Men are disgusting. I mean, 100%, yeah. Love you guys, but ew. <laughs> disgusting. You know what I was thinking about in the shower? These were shower thoughts. <laughs> oh my gosh. Is this just going to be an off topic? Oh, like five seconds off topic. Okay. I was just thinking how women get, women take a lot to get ready for men. And the men don't appreciate it. They show up in, like, basic jeans and a white t-shirt or a black t-shirt while women go the whole nine yards. I mean, when you can't look as good as a woman, <laughs> is it really true. worth to put in the effort? That's true. Exactly. Also, speak for yourself. I've had boyfriends who definitely take care of themselves. I mean, now I have a boyfriend that takes care of himself. But, like, guys I've gone out with previously, it was, like, Three in one body wash. <laughs> it was like, at least, like, get dressed up when we go on a date. Oh my gosh, no. True, though. True. <laughs> but no, my boyfriend, no, he, he takes care of himself. That's good. He washes his ass. Yeah. I wash his ass. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> um, my last point was. Jane died on August 17th, 1938, while still in Totten Insane Hospital. I gotta wonder, did anyone exact the exact same revenge on her as she did to other people? I know, that is a good point. What if someone in the hospital knew who she was and Maybe one she had of a family her victims member, yeah. was a family member or a close friend? Mm-hmm. And they just decided, okay, let's go for it. Yeah. She can do it, then I can do it too, apparently. I mean, no one would question her death, probably. Most likely not. Because at this point, how old is she? She died in 1893 and was born in, I think, 1853. Oh. 
Or no, 1857. I'm not going to do that now. She's like 60 or 70. Thank you. Um, Yeah, I mean... I guess at that point, that's probably pretty pretty elderly for the time, right? I mean, she lived a fair... I said 19, what? 19. 38. She was 81. Holy crap. So she lived a fair long life. That's actually not fair. Like, she ended so many people's lives, and then she gets to live that long. Like, I was fully expecting, yeah. like... 40 to 60 years old. Again, I'm very bad at math. Because, so she lived to 80. She got committed in 1902. She only lived 30 years, about 30 years. After she was sentenced. Yeah, 30 plus years in the asylum, or in the insane hospital. So she had 50 good years outside of the hospital. Good for her, not for her victims. I mean, it's debatable. Obviously, uh, she, she, had a, she had a life. She had her hardships. But she had still. 50 years of freedom and 30 years of, uh, I guess, being imprisoned in some form. But I'm Health. True. Again, not a good person. <laughs> not, not saying that she deserved to be outside. Yeah, no matter what but motive she had, it was not justified. Nope just really shocked that she lived that long that's not okay well it's like lizzie i mean lizzie borden is a whole different story very true but she lived i think she pretty sure she died when she was like 60 or 70 i can't tell you well i know the story i just you only know that she took naps. Ge- geography <laughs> dates history she was also in massachusetts names very bad at them one constant I know in this world is that I'm pretty hungry. <laughs> the one constant I know is chicken nuggets. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, same. I kind of want chicken nuggets. But that concludes Jane Topan, a.k.a. Jolly Jane. And she, she just sounds like she's related to the Jolly Green Giant to me, which doesn't make this feel real. I don't real. think the Jolly Green Giant would go on a murder spree. Why? Because he exercises and he has endorphins. And just people who have endorphins no, and exercise don't oh kill people. How creepy would it be if, like, the Jolly Green Giant was going to kill you? And then all you hear is, Green Giant. Honestly, this could be a horror game. It's obviously something that you probably would have to change the name on because, you know, intellectual property and all that. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's... I'm going to talk to some people. <laughs> <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna get this all yeah i mean listen there's uh elmo's thunder baseball the the, the horror game well no i think they called them like helmo or something like that mm-hmm. <laughs> where they made elmo basically chase after you and like uh almost a back room style like stadium mm-hmm. it could work with the jolly green giant you can make anything scary I'm sure there's going to be, like, a Barney. Well, they made the Winnie the Pooh movie. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for that. Are we going to go see it? Yes. Okay. I'm so excited. If you and Jay are going on a date, then, I mean, obviously I'm going. He doesn't like horror movies, so he probably won't Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> so, yes, let's go. <laughs> All right, cool. You can just stay home. Fuck him. <clears throat> Thank you so much for joining us for our first episode um, on Jane Topan, the America's first serial killer. Female serial killer. Female serial killer. Sorry. We love women in STEM. Oh, God, she kind of was. 
yeah oh my gosh um but anyways uh thank you so much for again joining us for this episode and we gotta thank you so much if you do stick around for any future mm-hmm. episodes um we're definitely learning how to kind of get uh, into the groove of this navigate this kind of field a little mm-hmm. bit more um but yeah let's you can find us on instagram at ulfric podcast um you can find us on twitter at ulfric podcast as well and you can find us on YouTube at Ulfric Podcast. Right now, our YouTube is going to be audio only, but we will work on getting our video out. And then you can see our beautiful faces. No, then you can search us up on Google Images. Oh, God. I'm not ready for that. <laughs> Maybe I should <laughs> wear a mask. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. <laughs> but thank you so much for joining us, and hopefully you'll tune in next time for our next episode. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>